Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, and I'm your host, John June. And of course, without a doubt, December 13th. 2021 on this wonderful Monday evening. Yes, sir. Just a you know a few days older from when we last spoke to him, but he's a year older. Greg Penniman. Greg, how are we feeling today, my brother? Good, good. Uh, hopefully a year wiser. So for this fantasy playoffs, man. Um, you know we got this Monday night game going on. It'll probably be over by by the time people hear this, but uh, it, it's playoff time. We gotta you know look forward to what just happened and assess and uh, get ready, y'all. It's, it's time to lock in. Yeah, man. Uh, hopefully that uh, you know the schedule working their way out of that the way it has us being you know a few weeks later into the year, but you know being that it's still week fifteen <clears throat> or you know going into week fifteen rather, mm-hmm. you know now that that wiseness that extra you know wiseness that you got there can kick can actually kick true. in when it matters because last year would have been like week sixteen would have been a little bit too late there. True, true, true. But we get a whole playoff run here, my friend. So let's move on to the the recap, the week that was week 14, almost in the books here as the Arizona Cardinals take on the L.A. Rams in a 13-13 halftime tie. So starting with the quarterback position here, going through our studs and jags, the top, discussing these top three, the quarterback won on the week, man, Josh Allen, 36 completions, 54 attempts, 308 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, one interceptions, one interception. Also added 12 rush attempts for 109 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. This was just a monster day here from Josh Allen. 35.22 fantasy points here. I mean, you know, I've I've said this before. I'll say it again. Those games, those really big blow games from Josh Allen, or when he for when he throws for two. Mm-hmm. rushes for one but throwing for 300 and running for 100 that's something else and apparently uh josh allen has quite a few games like that in his career so greg what were your thoughts on the performance here by josh Allen? yeah money performance here for josh allen and key week uh, against tampa bay a great game a lot of qb design runs which i like for him uh hopefully that continues uh down the stretch because uh, he's very dangerous with his legs i i'm pretty sure they did not hand the ball <laughs> <laughs> in that in that game, I don't know if they they went a half without doing it. They but they they went an entire first half. First half, right? Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey man, it, that's that's how the Bills do. Uh, no Manuel Sanders now. Probably his knee is injured, so he might be a little more weight on Josh Allen to just do work. More like Gabe Davis, but oh, Gabe Davis, yes sir. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah, man. I mean, also helps that you got overtime in this game. Yeah, does suck though i mean the part that sucks he's <clears throat> he's got a you know seems like a mild case of turf toe i mm. uh, don't know a case of turf toe that's ever been mild though uh so when you talk about the you know the the pretty much the entire bills offense here in josh allen uh you know that's definitely something that uh, i will uh you know you definitely have to uh you know be concerned about as we head into the fantasy playoffs, it's going to cap his upside here. Uh, if he's not running the way that, you know, we're used to seeing him run. Um, 
the QB2 on the week happened to be on the other side of this game here. What a thrilling game it was. It went to all the way to overtime. Uh, Tom Brady here, 31 of 46, 363 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, seven rush attempts for 16 <laughs> yards, and, and a rushing Oof. touchdown here for Tom Brady. The rushing touchdown came on a QB sneak, though. Don't let him fool you. Uh, 30.1 points here. Greg, your thoughts on the performance here by TB12? Yeah, Brady. I think Josh Allen, Brady, they've been the QB1 and the QB2 on the on the year. So these guys have been uh, doing it. I think Tom Brady, it feels a little more consistent from Brady, but uh, it's, you know, he's been killing all year. Yeah, Tom Brady's definitely been killing. Um, again, he's he's the he's that pocket passer uh, has probably come at a discount compared to some of the guys that mm-hmm. sit up here in this top five because. He does it differently than they do. Um, but definitely, again, I, I've always said it. I'll say it again. Uh, I always will will lean towards the towards the mobile passer. Yeah. I just I can't yeah. help it. So, probability. I mean, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, again, so um, as we move forward here, the quarterback three on the week, Aaron Rodgers. 29 to 37, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, one rush attempt, no yards, no touchdowns, 29.6 points there. Greg, the what are your thoughts on the performance here by AR12? AR12, aka the owner of the Chicago Bears, uh, <laughs> just continuing to do what he does against this team. Uh, home, road. Uh, it looked like the Bears could have done something in the first half, but and, uh, it doesn't matter. This man is amazing when he's got arguably the best receiver in football, too, with Devontae. Yeah, man, uh, Aaron Rodgers just continued to kill. Uh, I mean, look, Jalen Johnson, you did what you could for as long <laughs> as you did, and you did better than most corners would. I mean, and I got to admit, though, too, <laughs> right? Like, there was a lot of plays, though, too, where they, they started putting Devontae in the slot, and mm-hmm. I guess Jalen Johnson does not go into the slot. I was very vested in Devontae Adams having a very average game yesterday, and, you know, to my to much to my chagrin, that did not happen. Uh, so I'm sitting here hoping for other things to happen, things that I have no control over. So... That's the, the, you know, that's that's what we call a uh, full tilt here. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers do- dominating here. Yes, sir. Uh, rounding out this top 12, though, the quarterback four on the week, Taysom Hill. The quarterback Easy. five, Justin Herbert. <laughs> six, Ben Roethlisberger. Seven, Joe Burrow. Eight, Russell Wilson. Nine, Patrick Mahomes. Ten, Jimmy Garoppolo. Eleven, Justin Fields. And 12, Mike Glennon. Greg, anything to say about these uh, top 12s? Uh, definitely like Jimmy G being, again, a very quality streamer uh, throughout the year. And Taysom Hill, man, we, I mean, we, we're going to keep repeating it, just keep banging that drum, man. This man just needs to be uh, rostered and continue to be a easy QB1, just like Kalen Hurts. Yo, if he is not above the 50% Bro. roster shit, we will riot. <laughs> 
He's Absolutely. He's at 50. We'll, we will right. not e- we will right. cancel the show <laughs> and we will not even do it because y'all don't listen. Not y'all, like y'all listening because y'all clearly listen, but the rest of them. Losing weeks. This guy is, is better than in a 12 team league. He's better than whatever your quarterback is on your team because he's doing, he's top 12 every week. I mean, Patrick Mahomes finished top 12, but didn't, didn't beat Taysom Hill out. Oh, good nah, y'all. I mean, Yo, Greg, rest of the season. Oh, man. I'm actually in Siemens A, where I have two quarterback league. I do have Taysom Hill and Mahomes. Oh, and you Hertz. have to make this decision. I have to make this I am thinking about it. Like, it's a legit. I'm thinking about it. Like, I'm not, okay, so let's talk not about being it. cute. Like, ah, uh-huh. I don't know, man. Taysom Hill, yo, this man's safe, bro. Like, he's so safe. Like, and he's got uh, Tampa next week. You know, he's got to do what he's got to do on his, put it on his back. They're not going to run the ball. I mean, they're going to have to use Kamara, but it's just. 175 rushing yards. The Josh Allen thing, just run the ball at the quarterback. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Thursday night, though, Chiefs, Chargers, divisional game. Uh, it might be a Herb Pat Mahomes duel. So I don't know. I don't know, man. It's tough. I'll come back to me. Come back to me in a couple of days. Oh, uh, well, I will ask you on Thursday, on Wednesday <laughs> night when we're doing the show. <laughs> I'll even do a follow-up on Thursday as we record part one. Word. Oh, oh man. Um, yeah, Big Ben. I mean, this is back-to-back weeks here in the top 12. Uh, I don't know how long it'll last. Uh, he's set to announce his retirement, apparently, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know Big Ben. Come on, man. He he want all the attention on him. This is yeah, the best way for him to do it. That's true, yeah. You know, his last game, he'll probably... He'll probably go down like four different times, come back in like, oh, no, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Uh, uh, Flipping in, yep. Throw, yep. throw a touchdown pass. Yep. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I can't. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Russell Wilson coming back in to finish as a top 12. I mean, he need, needed a performance against Houston to get it done, but we'll mm-hmm. take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Justin Fields, shout out to the young kid. I mean, a lot of that didn't have – uh, you know, it was a lot of yak plays that that he was benefiting from, but we'll take it. All all the best. Uh, some honorable mentions: Tyler Huntley filling in for injured Lamar Jackson, uh, Davis Mills. Also, um, I mean, Seattle's just really that bad. I I I I guess right. Like, I mean, I know the the loss of Jamal Adams had to have been you know had to have hurt as much as we like to memes we like to make memes and whatnot, but. I mean, Davis Mills, like they, like they made the guy who yeah. had over 300 yards yeah, passing. That, that's wild. That's like, wild. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> any other honorable mentions out there? It was not much at the quarterback position this week. Again, it was just a clear drop uh, off at like the QB yeah. 15. I mean, shout out to Tyler Honey again, coming in in relief and just holding it down every time, man. He he saves the day. <laughs> Gave the Ravens a chance to win that game in the he final did. minutes, man. So final seconds. Um, some Jags, uh, Dak Prescott was a quarterback start of the week of mine. Uh, Kirk Cousins didn't quite come through there playing on Thursday night. Cam Newton got benched twice in this game. Uh, so <laughs> I don't really know how you can, you know, what to, what to make of him going forward next week as they play Buffalo, uh, Taylor mm-hmm. Heineke. I mean, yeah, I heard. He got hurt, but Wait, it was he bad before he got yeah, hurt. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, you know it's bad because Kyle Allen played like a quarter, 
and basically amassed almost the same amount of fantasy points as yeah. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. I mean, um, he had the one good scramble to Cam Sims. That was nice. But yeah, other than that, that was like, his, that D-line of Dallas, man, is a problem. Yeah, I mean, Micah Parsons is it's a problem for <laughs> sure. Um, Trevor Lawrence, man. I mean, I know he was a stream candidate out there. I know we didn't bring him up on this show. But that was bad. Brutal. Brutal. Four interception day. It was it was just not a good day there. Yeah. For sure. Right. All right, moving on to the running back position. The number one running back on the week, not including again Monday Night Football, Dalvin Cook. I mean, this guy wasn't even supposed oh, man. to play. Yeah, he was a game. Like, a lot of people said. <laughs> a lot of people said that you know they look at the play of the offensive line, they would they would have run for a hundred yards, and you know what? You're right. Dalvin Cook ran for 200, went for 27, 27 <laughs> carries, 205 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, also added reception on three targets, uh, uh, 17 receiving yards, 35.2 PPR points. I spoke about Dalvin Cook uh, in the Thursday night takeaways, Greg, but you weren't here, obviously. So why don't you give your take on Dalvin Cook? Yeah, he's he's a monster. This is definitely the, the blow up game we've been ex- wanting for uh, a long time. I like that when he plays, he's never used as a decoy. Like when he's good to go and active, they use him, like they unleash him. They don't play around. Like they give him 100% of the opportunity to share. Like, um, so yeah, it's good to see that. So it's good for, if you're a Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison manager, it's it's nice. You could just, whoever's active, you play. Yeah. And I, I mean, uh, news today, Alexander Madison does end up on the COVID list. Yeah. So yep. you're going to have to go get yourself a new backup. Uh, Seems like it would be, in my opinion, probably Kenny Nwangwu, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the running back two on the week, someone's name who brings me pain uh, for reasons that I don't want to speak about. But Rashad Penny, 16 carries, 137 yards, two rushing touchdowns, one target, one reception, one yard, 26.8 PPR points. Greg, your thoughts on the performance here by Rashad Penny? Yeah, definitely a surprise. One of his best game, if not his best game of his career. Uh, I mean, he came he came out of nowhere. It's good that you know uh, Seattle wants to be a run first team. They want to run the ball. So who I mean, it's good. All these other running backs weren't effective. Rashad Penny got his chance and and did well. Uh, I think he's definitely going to be continue to be used uh, for rest of the season. I mean, he's got to be number one for for waivers. Yeah. He probably is the number one guy for waivers. That yep. sigh you hear, this pain, this <laughs> agony, this tilt that you hear from me all is that I could have had the opportunity. I had picked up Rashad Penny in one of man, my I was leagues. ahead of the game, man. Had ahead of everybody. I had him in the starting lineup, and sometime, I don't know, maybe 45 minutes before kickoff, I said, yeah, you know, let me put Donovan Peoples-Jones in. And there was another league where I could have put Jamar Jefferson or Rashad Penny. And I somehow, even though I'll say it right now, it sounds stupid to even suggest it, but I convinced myself that Jamar Jefferson was a safer player than Rashad Penny. It was just, you know what I read? You know what happened to me, Greg? I read that quote, the quote from Pete Carroll, and it was like, yeah, I don't want to put a number on how much we're going to use him, but it's going to be good. And I'm like, bro, like, this just sounds too good to be true, man. (laughs) Like, 
like Pete Carroll's optimistic, you know what? Like, like I can't trust this. This just looks well too too well written, too optimistic. And of course, here we are, 26.8 PPR points later, and uh, I'm tilting because I'm gonna lose to Sony Michelle getting five plus. Um, moving on to the number three running back on the week, also from Thursday Night Football, Najee Harris, 20 carries. 94 rush attempts, one touchdown, three receptions, 10 targets, and a touchdown, 25.4 PPR points. Craig, your thoughts on the performance here by Nash Harris? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's uh, been typically a lock for a top five play, uh, especially in PPR leagues. Um, definitely a great week from him. Uh, a little more efficient in this one with his yards per carry, so you like to see that for sure. Um, he has probably been the best at that. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I like it, you know, minimal. He usually gets it done with the receiving, too, but he, he got it done on, on the rushing, too. So that's good. <clears throat> yeah, uh, there was a I mean, a, at one point in the in the game or uh, on one particular drive, <laughs> the Steelers just ran the ball with Najee yeah. Harris like repeatedly. Uh, so that was. You know, it was good to see him get that volume. Like you said, the efficiency was up as well. So, yeah. uh, you know, could also speak to how bad this Minnesota defense is right now. Sure. Uh, moving on to the top, rounding out this top 12, the RB4 in the week. And, boy, did we miss you, Alvin Kamara. 20, uh, I'm not going to give the stat line. I just wanted to say the 27 rush. Yeah, we do that's miss the, you. That's the miss you, yeah. big number right there. Mm-hmm. Um, 31 touches for Alvin Kamara. Oh, my God. They owe him, man. Uh, Yeah, right. They're trying to make up for the lost time. Uh, RB5 on the week, Leonard Fournette. The RB6, Melvin Gordon, who will just not go away. Uh, The RB7, Aaron Jones. The RB8, Javante Williams. The RB9, Clyde Edwards Alaire. The RB10, Saquon Barkley. The RB11, Derek Gore. James Conner probably is (laughs) up here already uh, in a half of football. Yep. Uh, Austin Eckler. Rounds out rounds out as the RB12 here. Greg, any anybody from this uh, top 12 stick out to you? I uh, always like to see the two Denver running backs in the top 12. I mean, that they, you know, didn't vote for each other too much. Um, they both had effective games. And, hey, man, Leonard Fournette, man, play, that's playoff Lenny right there, man. That man, that man is getting people chips, man. Uh, he's been excellent this year. Yeah, man, I mean, I – that that weekend when I was away and I was like, hey, y'all, I wish I could be here to tell y'all to pilot it for that. I hope you bought him the week after because, uh, yeah, he's been he's been absolutely awesome. The volume yeah. has been great uh, and he, he's been fantastic, though. Uh, yeah, uh, Aaron Jones, uh, good to see him back, uh, you know, well, scoring two touchdowns. Didn't have the volume that you would quite dislike to see. Only eight touches there, uh, two touchdowns. Uh, so. That shows you the volatility there of Mr. Aaron Jones. Um, But Saquon Barkley also finishing in the top 12 did give up a lot of touches to Devontae Booker, though, which was kind of annoying if you were watching. So uh, something to keep an eye on as we move forward. Um, Rounding out this top 12 here, Devin Singletary or honorable mentions, Devin Singletary filled in for people that needed him. Uh, Deontay Foreman mm-hmm. uh, had a had a really big time performance there in, in uh, as a RB two. Uh, Cordell Patterson, uh, you know, had a really good day, all in about 
three quarters because apparently he didn't play the entire fourth quarter. Uh, nobody <laughs> says anything about him being injured or anything, so apparently we shouldn't be concerned. But uh, I think all coaches are liars, and so I'm I'm conditioned to be concerned. Yeah. Uh, so definitely monitor that. Greg, any other honorable mentions? Anybody that you want to shout out for? You know, holding it down for you this weekend. Um, no, I think you covered it about, I mean, you know, both Clyde and Derrick Williams both finished in the top 24 is nice. Um, yeah, the Chiefs have been doing it with that defensive run game for sure. Three running backs in the top 24, man. I don't Three. know. You're right. I mean, they had two, they had two in the top 12. Yeah. They had two in the top 12 Derek with Derrick Gore. The game was a blowout though. Derrick Gore, it was just all coming <laughs> in. It was 49. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, some, some Jags, I guess we'll have to talk about, uh, the first Jag I want to talk about is my running back start of the week, Josh Jacobs. I guess that's what I get for picking a running back. That's a 10 point underdog, but figured he would get it done in the past game. Did get some pass game work done, uh, there did fumble on the opening rush attempt though, opening carry of the game. Yeah. So that wasn't fantastic. Uh, any other Jags you want to shout out, Greg? Uh, Joe Mix, uh, not a performance, you know, you expected from a high in RB1. Um, and I mean, that's about Zeke is just banged up. I can't really expect much from him at this point. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's, that's about AG to Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Well, yeah. AG, Nick Chubb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Thank those guys. It's just it's such a weird game. Like, like, like. The Ravens are winning for most of the game. Like you would think that this would be Nick Chubb's game script, but for mm-hmm. some reason, yeah. You know what? This whole time we were so focused on feed JT that we didn't realize that Nick Chubb is not getting fed. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I mean seventeen carries last week. Week before the bye, he had eight. Uh, like Nick Chubb deserves like 30 oh, carries. Oh yeah, no. Nah. Nick Chubb at least yeah, <laughs> at least 20 to 25. Yeah, every right? week, like, like <laughs> no without a doubt. That man is too talent, too talented. He has games where he has over 100 like yards with like under 15 carries like. Yeah, like yeah. it's stupid. <clears throat> yeah, give them in the ball, please. It's simple. They don't even throw the ball. That's the Cleveland Browns. They're running first right? team. Like who they who, 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 who do you what are you running? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's upsetting. I'm going to get upset. Yeah. Um, oh, and then Chuba Hubbard, Amir Abdullah, I guess nobody won that battle. Yeah. No. Nah. Nah. Moving on to wide receivers. The wide receiver <clears throat> won in a week. The aforementioned Devontae Adams, 13 targets, 10 receptions, <clears throat> 121 receiving yards, two touchdowns, 34.1 PPR points. Greg, talk about Devontae. Route technician. The man is a true stud. Uh, Just... I uh, just man, <clears throat> just love watching him play football. Like definitely my favorite receiver to watch play football. Uh, he's just a stud, and he's going to continue to be that stud for you uh, for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if Green Bay want to get this number one seed, they they know who to go to. Yeah, man. I mean, Devontae Adams is an absolute stud, and just we talked about it before. We'll continue to talk about it. There's no player. I mean, it's hyperbole, but. Devontae Adams is due for like has been due for some touchdown regression. So these two mm-hmm. touchdown games, not saying that because he hasn't been scoring touchdowns, I mean he's gonna start scoring touchdowns. It's just the probability of a player 
as good, as talented as Devontae Adams, who gets all these catches, who gets all these yards, and isn't scoring touchdowns, is unlikely. And so a blow-up game was coming eventually here for Devontae. And here we here we get it, a two-touchdown game from Devontae Adams. A wide receiver who uh, has been steady all week, but steady Ooh. all year, but we, we really got a blow-up game here. The wide receiver two on the week, uh, again, not counting Monday Night Football, but Hunter Renfro. Yes, sir. 14, 14 <clears throat> targets, 13 receptions, 117 receiving yards, a touchdown. Did lose a fumble there, but 28.7 PPR points. Greg, your thoughts on the performance here by Hunter Renfro? Yeah, got to love it from this man, Hunter Renfro. Uh, only two games in PPR leagues within single digits. This man's been super consistent all year. Uh, of course, you know, he was really the only main pass catcher out there. No Darren Waller, not a lot of people to throw to. So uh, you expect a high target number, 14 targets, back-to-back games with 10-plus targets. So uh, continue to him be to be the main guy the, for the, the main pr- reason they moved the ball, third and run for all. That's how they get it done. Yes, sir. I mean, like you said, no Waller. Um, you know, no no rugs. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. they don't really have mu- much in the way of of pass catchers. And so Hunter Renfro, going to be a target monster. Uh, the wide receiver three on the week, man. Uh, Tyler Lockett, nine targets, five receptions, 142 receiving yards, a touchdown, 27.2 PPR points there. Uh, I mean, he's just him and Russ. They've they've their connection has not seemed yeah. to have gone anywhere. Uh, so they'll just keep cooking. But Greg, your your thoughts on the performance here about Tyler Lockett? Yes, yeah, it's just a stretch of like four or five, four, five, four weeks. Uh, he's just been very solid. Uh, a great, excellent day. Only five receptions and got 142 yards. Man's been a deep ball monster right now uh, from one of the best quarterbacks of the deep ball. So, yeah, I continue to uh, play him out there. I mean, Jalen Ramsey uh, was put on the cover list. Uh, so he, he might be able to play the following week. So we've got to keep it on that play the Rams next week. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we'll It'll see. DK they, anyway. I mean, do, do they even no, put him on that. DK? Nah, yeah, I will shift that to Tyler. I mean, put him on. I the, mean, but like from a matchup perspective, is that a matchup that you even want for Jalen Ramsey? Like to like Tyler's lock is so low to the ground. Yeah, like Jalen Ramsey body wise type probably True. is a better fit. Uh, so yeah, be curious. Uh. Rounding out this top 12 here, uh, another name on this list that just brings me pain. There's a lot of names on this list that bring me pain here, man. Uh, Jamar Chase, the wide receiver four, Robbie Anderson five, Mike Evans six, Alan Lazard seven, Justin Jefferson eight, uh, Justin Jefferson tied with Chris Godwin for eight, actually, Brandon Ayuk 10, Brandon Cooks 11, and Jalen Guyton 12. Greg, thoughts on the performances here from the top 12? Uh, yeah, good performances. Uh, like to see the usuals: Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Godwin. Um, but uh, you can Brandon Cooks. Um, that's a good by, job by them, uh, especially Brandon Cooks getting it done uh, as that you know that cream of the crop wide receiver three. Yeah, I mean um, Brandon Cooks just absolutely. He's been a value all year. I mean, hasn't gotten it done those last few weeks, but bounced back in a big way this week. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, man, I mean, you got to know I was ecstatic. Uh, I mean, he's he's just I, – I don't know. He's always making those, like, freaky plays around the goal line, just, like, leaping over somebody. So I thought it was, you know, pretty cool to see him get in the end zone there. Um, 
And then, yeah, Jamar Chase, just two touchdowns that just didn't have to happen. That game going to OT just really, just really hurt me. I'm I'm glad for our listeners that won. Uh, I was just sad in my league. I lost to my brother. Uh, That's tough, man. So now I need Greg to. I need Greg to win, man. I need Greg to uh, come out here and and win. Uh, So, you know, I don't know. We're recording right now, so I don't really know the status of that matchup here, but... Uh, if I walk out of here a winner, I'll be really ecstatic, you know. So, um, moving on to the honorable mentions, and there are quite a few guys here. I'll just, you know, I'll throw them out. Joshua Palmer, uh, Chase Claypool, K.J. Osborne, Rashad Bateman, T. Higgins, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Greg. Thoughts on the performances here for or any other honorable mentions that anybody I didn't mention that you want to throw out there? No, yeah, um, definitely those guys. Uh, I mean, Odell's having himself a nice, solid day. He's got a touchdown already, so that's that's good. Um, four for 64. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, other than that, you, you covered it pretty much. It's those guys that, that stepped up this week. Yeah, uh, those guys definitely stepped up. And then there's only one Jag on this list, and you guessed it. His name is DK Metcalf. What are you doing with DK Metcalf? Like seriously, there. I mean, we had the conversation. We had the confidence go. I mean, we're down to the two and the one area. That's definitely bench category. I feel like we were at the two area when we entered this week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't starting him, like, but I can't imagine me. Draw. I guess you know it's, it's uh, you gotta you gotta it's playoff time man. I mean uh yeah I can't imagine me dropping him right now though I don't know I, unless it's a real good ad like for Rashad Penny I'm taking I'm that. not drop I'm not saying we have to drop him I'm just saying I'm not starting him he's definitely you know, not. I can't start him I no. can't start him right no. like there's no way I could do that. But if you need a running back I mean I'm gonna have to go get Rashad Penny and drop and drop him. Oh, Rashad Penny for DK Metcalf. I mean, if Rashad Penny's gonna get the ball 16 times, I, I'd be lucky if DK Metcalf sees 16 targets over the playoff stretch <laughs> yeah, for the rest of the like, season. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um. Yeah. So definitely tough. I, I would have to not make. I would have to definitely sit out. Sit DK Metcalf on my bench, but. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, there's no nothing about names don't matter at this point. It's all about nope. who's going to do what I need to do to get me a win. So uh, moving on to the tight end position. Number one tight end of the week. Probably going to be a, a running theme here. George Kittle, 15 targets, 13 receptions, 151 receiving yards and a touchdown there. 34.1 PPR points. Man was just um, he's just a man. That's really all I could say to describe George Kittle. But, Greg, your thoughts on the performance here by George Kittle? This is a man that built a house in the middle of the field. Like, I've never seen someone catch so many passes in the middle of the field. Like, block, ah, middle of the field. Jimmy G is just, ah, slant rosters. Jimmy, ah, took a George Kittle in the middle of the field. It was crazy. Like, I don't understand how (laughs) Cincinnati would just allow that many times for someone to just be wide open in the middle of the field uh, but yeah george kittle he's the man that yak you already know uh because all his catches were like within the first five ten yards of the field and he just do what he had to do because he was just so open in the middle of the field 
<laughs> yeah, man. He's he's been an absolute beast, and I think it's also helped that Debo Samuel's basically been, uh, you know, a full time running back essentially. Yeah. Um, you know, because people, it, it quietly, and I and I, I kind of hinted at it when when Debo Samuel first went down, like, cause I was like, I don't think I, target share can get any higher. He was already seeing, uh, you know, 27% of the team targets, even with a healthy Debo Samuel. Uh, but this offense runs through Kittle and Ayuk in the passing game. Yep. Uh, it, you know, Debo Samuel, again, he's basically a running he's back. He's running right back. Now, yes. so. He is. Yep. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of like a nice little fantasy cheat code where like all of these guys can can coexist, uh, and you know you're probably a, you know, I think you were happier happier when Debo Samuel was scoring like two rushing touchdowns a game because uh, you still get that upside. But when he was playing a receiver, the ups the upside was just way higher. It was like 25 yeah. PPR points. It was stupid. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the what tight end two on the week. Another guy again. Just give my man his respect. Yes, sir. Mark Andrews, 11 targets, Ooh, 11 catch rate. receptions, it. 115 yards, and a tutty there. 28.5 PPR points. Greg, your thoughts on the performance here by Mark Andrews? Yeah, yeah. One of the definitely most uh, one of the most underappreciated tight ends in the league. Uh, just continuing to ball out. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Uh, Mark Andrews steady. Uh, so, yeah. I gotta love it. Eleven for eleven. That's most pressing number for sure. Man, absolutely dog. So uh, again, he's just been he's been fantastic. So curious to see what his uh, if you had to guess it right now, like where does Mark Andrews where is he drafted amongst tight ends in you know entering redraft in twenty twenty two? Taking Kittle, taking Kelsey, and Mark Andrews. Yeah, I think three. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Depending what Darren, uh, like the rated situation, we don't know what if Derek Carr is gonna be. I don't know. It's, I it's, still it's, think it's, it's really call, toss up between Andrews and Waller right now for me. I would still call my shot on Kyle Pitts being the number one guy. I got half. He's have. Look, we can say what we if want. They put him like, at tight end. Like they, he's playing a wideout. Like, but he's having hard. the best season. Right. You know, right as a rookie that a rookie tight end has had like in a very long time, he's just not, you know, the number one, number two, top, you know, top five guy that we thought he might be coming in a year one, but this is still a really good year. So just kind of making that projection, right? Like JT wasn't a guy that if we ended the season last year, asking, you know, who's going to be the number one, the number one running back. Like a lot of people weren't going to say JT because we hadn't seen it happen yet. Right. But, I, like we could, I could project Kyle Pitts to be top top five, I think. Um, I think you could see a world where he's legit the number one yeah. guy, right? Like it just, I mean, again, he, he hasn't caught touchdowns either, right? He's got one touchdown on the year. Yeah, because he's he's getting tough matchups because he's playing wide receiver. He's not playing tight end. Yeah, I mean, so but maybe. you gotta imagine Atlanta's gonna go in hopefully. there to you know, oh, yeah. hopefully upgrade some weapons around him. Uh, you know, I'm just yeah. Yeah, again, yeah. I'm just saying. That wasn't even the start of this conversation. I'm just thinking Mark Andrews should probably be like two or three. Yeah, I had three. I had him at three. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I would have Kelsey that high, but that's another conversation. I mean, at some point the drop's got to come, but Kelsey's just. How do you know it's not already here? Nah, it's not here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
the tight end three on the week. Uh, this one felt nice because it was the start of the week, though. So I'll take it. Da- Dawson Knox, nine targets, seven receptions, 60 yards, and a touchdown. 19 PPR points on a day. Greg, your, your thoughts on the performance here by Dawson Knox? Yeah, awesome performance from Knox. Uh, definitely uh, injury to Emmanuel Sanders will only help his chances to continue to get more targets and more work. Um, so, yeah, Josh Allen is going to definitely rely, rely on him. Nine targets, great number. Beautiful. Yeah, got to love that. Um, rounding out this top 12 here at the tight end position. Tight end four on the week, Albert Okuwebunam. Tight end five, Austin Hooper. Tight end six, Brevin Jordan. Tight end seven, Pat Fryermuth. Tying with Rob Gronkowski. The tight end nine, Kyle Pitts. The tight end 10, Gerald Everett. The tight end 11, CJ Uzama. And the tight end 12, Noah Fant. Greg, thoughts on the performances here by the top 12s? Hey, man, talk about a rookie tight end doing well. Pat Frymouth, man, that's, that's what I'm talking about. You know, Kyle Pitts has been doing his thing, but Frymouth has definitely come on, uh, getting you a lot of touchdowns, especially. In, um, so, yeah, uh, he's definitely going to project to be pretty high next year as well. Yeah, it's because Frymouth is getting touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> well, Big Ben, this is Big Ben's last season, so I don't know, actually. It, it could be a little mm-hmm. Big Ben Frymouth connection. I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, the, you know, other tight ends here. Albert, oh man, I've been saying it. Oh, I've been kind of even hinting at it. Like, I, I actually flat out said it last week, and I, I hinted at it the week before. Like, you should probably play Allo ahead of Noah Fan. Like, he's been outproducing him almost weekly, uh, in terms of the the efficiency right like and their mm-hmm. target shares are almost the same so al o has been you know a, a more efficient player and they're seeing almost the same amount of targets basically what it tells you is you shouldn't be playing no offense as yeah. you, you know blindly as people are, are playing him i yeah. think that's what it actually really tells you not yeah he's, not he's even definitely not a set it and forget it player yeah yeah um uh, did a, Brevin Jordan, he's a rookie again, so he's another guy like, um, he's had a good you know, stretch actually, has had a good stretch ever since taking over as, a, as the starting tight end, uh, back a few weeks ago. So, like him, Gerald Everett, that's another guy, uh, didn't see the target volume this week, uh, but has been heavily targeted, um, you know, has actually, you know, seen target volume on, on par with DK Metcalf. So, uh, you know, D, you know, <laughs> Gerald Everett, definitely a guy that uh, I think can provide some value down the stretch here at the tight end spot. And honorable mention, we usually don't do this, but don't know this is the next time we'll do this for my guy, Mercedes Lewis. So, uh, yeah, honorable mention, you, you'll get one here, Mercedes Lewis. Uh, this is probably the most fancy relevant day you've had in quite some time. Um, do have a jag here though don't know how often i'm going to do this so i'll throw it out there now travis kelsey is the jag this week uh pretty much a non-existent day there from travis kelsey so thoughts on his performance here by kelsey it's it's been um you know he's not he's not quite had the season that he had last year of course um but not even you know really one worthy of sp- having spent the the draft capital that we spent on him, uh, you know, coming into the season. Are you 
How are you feeling down the stretch uh, with Travis Kelsey heading into the, the fantasy playoffs? I mean, yeah, I mean, I still love him. I mean, there's no tight end better than him in fantasy. He's still the number one tight end. So, I mean, that's, that's I don't know what else else to say. Like, <laughs> there's no other better option than him. So, you got to throw him out there. <laughs> well, to be fair, he, he was not the number one. I think as of last week, the number one tight end in points per game was Gronk. Mm. Points per game. Wait, 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 wait. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, points per game actually right now is George Kittle, and then it's Mark Andrews, and then it's Rob Gronkowski, and then it's Travis Kelsey. Ooh. So, I mean, they got Detroit next week, so. Oh, no. And if you want to go total fantasy points, it's actually Mark Andrews. Yeah, yo. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, again, Travis Kelsey, not quite the advantage, right? Like, all those teams. Oh, yeah, first players, round advantage, right? yeah. The George Kittle teams, the Mark Andrews teams, like those teams are definitely in the playoffs. And if you have Travis Kelsey, you don't feel like you have an advantage, especially when you consider that over their last three games, George yeah. Kittle's averaging 25 points, uh, Mark Andrews averaging 18 points. So they're one and two. And Travis Kelsey's averaging 10.1 points over his last three. So it's a little bit tougher than I think. Um, you know, it's a little tougher than I think we might think. So something, I mean, there's nothing you could do about it. Right? Yeah. Right. There's nothing you could do about it. So it nah. is what it is. You're, yeah. You're yeah. going to start them. Yeah. Um, 48 to but, nine didn't help either. You said what? The game being 48 to oh, 9. Oh, yeah, 48 to 9 didn't help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That definitely does not help. No. Uh, but, again, still doesn't, <laughs> you know. Yo, there's George Kittle, Mark Andrews, they've, I'm sure they've oh. been in, you know, they're going to be in those types of games. <laughs> so we'll see what happens then. Um, let's move on to the injuries and then the waivers. And so Lamar Jackson – uh, suffered an ankle injury yesterday, uh, so he had to be. He wasn't actually like carted off. Uh, he he just left riding in a cart. Um, <laughs> I I say that because like carted off it means from carted the field. Off gives like. like gives us like different you know has a different connotation to it than than he rode off in a cart because when he rode off the body language everything you kind of felt like okay. Like he's fine here, um, but seems like it's not of the high ankle variety, and so they are going to uh, the the Ravens plan to plan for Lamar to potentially play this week here. So if you're playing in Superflex. Um, Tyler Huntley is is a 100% going to be an option for you if you play in one quarterback leagues. Maybe you don't have to necessarily go there at the start of the week, but if something happens, you know, as we get closer to the end of the week and Lamar Jackson's not, you know, looking likely to play, Tyler Huntley is definitely an intriguing option. So um, moving on, Austin Eckler also dealing with an ankle injury of his own. Um, 
head coach Brandon Staley says he is likely fine though. So that uh, you know, again, they play on Thursday, so that will be a situation to monitor there. Uh, Kareem Hunt for the Browns, he has an ankle injury. He's week to week. Will definitely miss week 15 here. Uh, so Nick Chubb, Dearness Johnson, uh, those two guys really uh, step up there. Uh, well, their touch. I mean, definitely Nick Chubb's touches will step up, but Dearness Johnson becomes again a high priority. I think you know his. He's got to be one of those guys that immediately should be rostered. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it in a little bit, but Giovanni Bernard dealing with a hip and MCL, gonna miss some time. I think that just gives a bump to Leonard Fournette there, and then Philip Lindsay goes on the COVID IR along with the rest of the Miami Dolphins running backs that are already there. Uh, Greg, as we talked about waivers, I've got one, two, three, four running backs on here. Let's talk about the running backs. My man's is on mute. I'm back. I'm better. Uh, Rashad Penny, 21%. Number one option for sure. I running back. You know, Seahawks, again, want to be that run first team. Uh, all the other running backs are either banged up or not effective. If Penny's going to be a lock for 15-plus carries, which I think uh, he, he could be for the rest of the season, uh, he's definitely got to be that option to give you RB2 production. Then after that, uh, I mean, the if you're the Dalvin Cook manager, I think Minnesota also picked up one Gallman on the practice squad. Uh, but right now on the depth chart, Kene Ningwaku is the uh, backup if Alexander Madison won't be able to go, which he can't because he's on IR. Uh, so definitely for those Dalvin Cook people, um, that's the guy to get. Uh, and, yeah, that's pretty much for me, if for me on the, uh, the running back list. You got some names, too? Well, I'm curious to see what happens with the Chargers. Um, mm, right. right. If Austin situation. can't go, yeah. then Justin Jackson, Justin I think, ja- yeah. is, is probably the guy – um and then I, I'm not touching the Miami backfield. I'm sorry. Like no, no. I mean, they no. play the Jets, but do you really want to play Malcolm Brown, who averaged like less than a yard a carry for the first, in the first round of the playoffs? Ooh. In the first round of playoffs? Like, come on. Yeah. I get it, it's the Jets. <laughs> but like Malcolm yes. Brown, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I would have played any of these guys. Philip Lindsay. Salvin Ahmed, Miles Gaskin, any one of them, but not Malcolm Brown. I'm sorry, I can't do it to myself. But let's find out. Jared Dokes, okay, rookie on the practice squad, okay. If he ends up getting some time, that's some fresh legs right there. So I would be interested in that. Uh, he was a little somebody that I, I, you know, I made sure to stash on some some dynasty taxi squads just in the event, you know. So something like this, maybe we'll see. Um, but Greg, what do we got at the uh, quarterback position? Let's say Lamar's Lamar's gone down. Uh, Taysom Hill, obviously, we don't. I I don't even want to hear about Taysom Hill. All right, bad, bad, bad. We don't have to talk about Taysom. He's definitely <laughs> like people. Like we've yeah. had Taysom Hill on the last two waiver shows. He's yeah. been a stream of the week the last two weeks. People, you know about Taysom Hill. If he's out there, you need a quarterback. Go get him. But who yeah. after Taysom Hill are we getting? Oh, Jimmy G. I mean, got Atlanta this week. Going against Atlanta, thirty percent rostered. Great matchup. 
Uh, I, I feel like, you know, there's Atlanta's not going to solve the problem of George Kittle or just the offensive San Fran that's been kind of rolling the last couple of weeks. So I, I'm I'm targeting Jimmy G, uh, 30% roster. And then in two quarterback leagues, you mentioned Tyler Huntley, uh, depending on the Lamar Jackson news, but definitely in super flex leagues. I think that's the move. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Taylor Heineke seems like he will be okay, so we're not concerned there uh, in two quarterback leagues more specifically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but what about at wide receiver? Uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, he you know, he was another start of the week. I was like one for four on starts of the week this week. Uh, but Terry McLaurin ends up getting a, a concussion there. Um, you know, dealing with, with an injury. If you are the Terry McLaurin manager, you're hurting for a receiver. You are. Who are you, who are you looking at? I mean, Rashad Bateman, after the dud game, did come back. Uh, I mean, they have Green Bay next week. He's 36% rostered. He had eight targets. That's third game with eight targets this year. This man has only played eight games this season. So he's definitely a guy that can, out of all the guys on the waiver wire, can get a high target volume. Uh, it's just... You're creating that story for yourself that Sammy Watkins is not going to be a factor. I want to create that story for myself as well. So, like, I think uh, if the game plan is Bateman's going to be that number two guy after Hollywood, uh, he's definitely got some wide receiver two upside in him. And then Gabriel Davis, I think, moves up in that depth chart. He's 3% rostered with the Manuel Sanders knee injury. I think he definitely caps some wide receiver three, wide receiver four appeal uh, rest of the season. Um, and if this... Terry McLaurin thing is, uh, uh, you know, concussions for a week. Uh, Cam Sims for deeper leagues, I think, is is an option. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, look, uh, Monroe St. Brown in PPR leagues is not a bad play. He's got double-digit PPR points over the last two weeks. Uh, he's been a target hog, and they don't literally don't have anybody to throw the ball to. TJ Hawkinson was dealing with a hand. Uh, no DeAndre Swift. Uh, I, I think Amon Ross St. Brown down the stretch should see enough. Again, this is not like a, a high uh, ceiling PPR play. This is mm-hmm. more like a, 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 you know, a floor play. You're just looking for somebody to stick in a flex. James Conner just scored. I'm just saying. I know. I saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I was really hoping like so for Kyler to get involved or Kyler, like to, James Kyler to James Connor, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, I, I mean, what's the score looking like? Okay. All right. The projection looks a little bit more, you know, attainable. Yes, it is very attainable. Very I mean, good. I need, I'm gonna need a, yeah, a little wild fourth quarter, but it is it, kick it done. What we do need is OT. Yeah. OT. So, it's Monday night though. So you might get that. Yeah. Um, so uh, as we almost lost my train of thought here, but I'm going to get it. Uh, some wide receivers. Uh, Braxton Berrios, another guy, I mean, had 10 targets. Uh, so, again, these are deeper league wide. These are deeper league wide receiver plays. Uh, you know, these names guys, chips, yo. These names were cheap <laughs> chips. <laughs> I actually started Braxton Berrios last go. This past week. So uh, help me out. Uh, very, very much. Um, trying to think of who else. There was another wide. If there was another wide receiver, I had on my, on my, on my, on my list. Um, if it comes back, oh, Donovan Peoples Jones. He's Lord. yeah, he's one of my, one of my top guys. Uh, has a tough matchup this week against New England, 
But I think down the, the playoff stretch, he leads this Baltimore Ravens offense in air yards. He's the deep threat here. Uh, so as long as he's healthy and, and ready to go, like he should see he should see volume. Saw seven targets last week or this past Sunday had 90 receiving yards. Uh, he's he's just like a, a deep ball machine there. Um, Greg, what about tight end? Anybody that's going to help us out there? Uh, you know, John Bates splitting time with Ricky Seals Jones yeah, here. So Don't it's like tough. That. But <laughs> what are we doing at tight end this week? Uh, especially, I mean, Austin Hooper definitely was a popular streaming option this week. Uh, I think with if there is going to be continue to be injuries to Njoku and Harrison Bryant, um, got to keep an eye on that status. But he's 41 percent rostered to have Vegas next week. So that's a pretty good matchup. Uh, so I, I do like him. And other than that, Brevin Jordan, uh, you know, he's a deeper league option. But I think rookie's been had three touchdowns in his last uh two games i believe and he's it's been an option i mean so it's definitely out there he's only i think he's believes zero percent roster so if you need a tight end desperate go get that man yeah definitely um and then I, if you really need a tight end too uh, you, you got nothing out oh is somebody i think you just have taken the shot on Word. too so um yeah, I think that's really it. Uh, I think that's all we got. Yes, sir. If you made it to the fantasy playoffs, congratulations. Uh, you, you've you earned it. If you're still fighting, if you are still fighting through Monday Night Football, uh, I'm, I hope you made it. Uh, even if you didn't, even if you're not in the playoffs, as much as it may suck, you'll get over the pain. That'll, that will subside. It's only temporary. Uh, so is the joy of winning a championship. That's also temporary. It just lasts a little bit longer. But even if you are eliminated, even if you've already been eliminated, just come, still hang out with us, still listen. You'll want to know what's going on. You'll want to hear all of the, you know, the players that are having big games in the month of December as we enter January through these fantasy playoffs because those are going to be some of the names that we're going hard after next year. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Just continue again, continue to stay involved, continue to go through the process. Uh, if hopefully your league, you, you know, your, your play, your fantasy playoffs, you know, there's also, you know, a consolation bracket that's, you know, has some meaning to it. Uh, Cause that always makes it fun. And um, yeah. Yeah. With that being said, y'all, Have a good one. We will see y'all on Wednesday. We'll break down Thursday night football as the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Have a good one, everybody. We love you. We appreciate you. And we're out of here. Peace. We out.